Okay, so uh, your question. No, yeah, 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 just basically, if, uh, how, how do you feel like fighting against like a proper judoka uh, yeah. from yeah. your point of view? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think, you know, it's, what's great is that you've been doing BJJ for a year, a bit more. Soon will be a year, but not... But you train like once per day or twice per day or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So that makes it more. <laughs> yeah. So so I can feel, you know, there's some adaptation. It's not like pure, pure uh, judo. So that was great to experience that, you know, you, you have already like a modified approach. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I think uh, some of the throws, like the first one you caught me with, that surprised me completely. Like yeah. the trip you, the trip yeah. you just yeah. showed afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I can see, it's like, it reminds me a little bit of my modifying Aikido experience, Aikido. <laughs> where I, in the Aikido versus Judo video I said, and today happened the same, the only takedown that I was able to do, which is Aikido, was the one which I practiced again and again, again in, in yeah. BJJ rolling, and I could feel like that technique as well, it was solid, you know, it was yeah. not only Judo, but it was okay. modified, yeah. and, and that caught me. I, I really enjoyed that you, you went for it, you committed to the throws, yeah. which I think was a bit maybe lacking in my uh, experience in France. Uh -huh. It was more kind of uh, careful, defensive on both our, our sides, and then I, I didn't experience much of, oh, you know, this, there's an attempt here, there's an attempt here, so I really appreciate that you went for those attempts, and, and sometimes surprised me, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, in, in, the, in that aspect, I, I can tell you what we already commented before, is like yeah. maybe nowadays judo um, is more focused on the point. Right. So maybe, uh, maybe I can be more like a kamikaze, like right. maybe, because uh, as I told you, my coach in Spain, he's like 70 years old, and he's like traditional judo, so just, right go for it, yeah. uh, do or die, and maybe like the new masters and new senseis are approaching more in the competitive point of view, yeah. so not so much go for the takedown, whatever it takes, then okay, maybe don't go for the takedown, but just pull, so you will get points this yeah. way, so not so much focus on the actual takedowns, but on the way to get points, so mm -hmm. maybe that's the difference with what you experience in right. France and right. what you experience now. Coach, got it. <laughs> How was, what did you notice from watching from the side? What stuck with you? Yeah, it's, um, what I like is um, that you call for techniques. You are not just like, mm. you are controlling the distance and moving there and trying to see what's opening in there. Mm. And when you are defending, because you are, yeah. especially with the judo rules, because you are like. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, like that's uh, what I teach at my class that, if someone is good at judo, I stick to their hand. Okay. And make them make it hard for to take you take you down. Right. Because if you have a steady hand and this, I'm controlling distance. I'm gonna kill like a lot of throws from there. Right. By just controlling distance, I can play that on judo rules, but I can play that on jujitsu. And I can play that on other forms of combat. Yeah, like because I'm controlling the distance. I can tell you in Jiu-Jitsu rules, one of the things I experienced at, at first when I started doing BGG is that but you told me that the cross grip, mm -hmm. the guys would just to take the cross grip and don't do anything but just don't let me approach what he says. Like, yeah, if, yeah. if you have a big guy, maybe well, you don't have to be a big guy, but if you have a like, strong grip, you will fuck a lot of yeah. judokas just because, mm. you know, we need to take close distance and if you have a close grip, you can control the distance. If mm -hmm. you see that I'm getting close to you, just come pull me out. Right. So, that's one, like, what he says, like, you have to, if you wanna, if you are in VGG and you wanna disturb a judoka, definitely go for the strong ribs, mm. and mm. the judoka will feel it. Yeah. Mm. Of course, it's, if you have stiff hands, you will also kill your own takedowns. Right. That's why I focus on the fact that you want to kill his takedowns 
but you have to be realized that when you're going right so you're killing both uh, yeah. sides yeah. so if you're only playing this stiff hand right. either one neither one is going to get anything right right but in the moments when you are not in control of the distance mm. you want to make sure that you have something to stop blocking but you shouldn't be using that for like three minutes you right. should use like i'm keeping that bay and when i'm going for it i'm relaxed and i'm mm. exploding into it right that's a good point did a question for both of you did everything go as you expected like all the you know let's say three levels so judo versus judo bgj judo versus gi bgj judo no gi no gi is that did everything go like you thought like this is how it's going to look and this is how it looked or or not like what do you think yeah in most cases if if you have some uh, because i've been training with lots of people who have been training judo mm. and um, their experience has been like this like tens of times for yeah. me and but once you get there are a few tips which judo player can do mm. and it's going to change it a lot mm. so like a few few lessons which are uh, if we did standing in here more yeah like next week we're going to be doing back attacks so mm. unfortunately if, yeah. Even if you are here, we are not going to do those, but uh, right. like few things which would make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so I think, if I understand it correctly, it went as you expected. But then, if some changes would be made, then it would change dramatically. Is that like, what you say? It's true? Yeah, it would, it would change quite a bit. Right. Like uh, depending on how how experienced the people person is, he mm. will adapt his technique uh, against the changing of the rules like pretty mm. rapid. Mm. So I think I probably like we could say that uh, after like if we would do the same after like two or three years of Gasper training, BGJ and Judo probably would look very different, yeah. would you say? Mm. Even like if he for, for focuses on Judo, right? Uh, well, depending on how he is being taught. Like, mm. like, Many coaches, they don't realize the differences between the different rules. So they don't know how to teach and adapt the technique to a little bit different kind of rules. Right. And yeah. that's kind of, that's always up to the coach if he can do it or if he can't do it. Right. Mm. Okay. Now I've been fighting, like, I was actually planning to go for judo competitions where at like ten, over 10 years ago when I was yeah. still under 30. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was already training with the rules, but uh, mm. unfortunately I had to move away from the country, mm. so I never got the chance. Right. But, but you I went through that journey. I was, I was training judo there mm. with some very, very good guys. They were nice. tossing me around like a ragdoll. Mm. <laughs> but they trained only judo or they also trained... The guy who was toss- tossing me around in judo came from my jiu-jitsu classes. Oh, okay. So he know, knew both. Yeah, like we were, like he would toss me around in standing, but on the ground we were pretty even. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, and he liked my teachings and uh, like my classes. Even mm. thought he was highly experienced judo, which is great. I always enjoy when people are they're advanced in in some specific area, but they don't mind coming in as that you know beginner's mind. So yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah, he came from my class using a white belt and mm. like. First few times we started on the mat, and I was yeah he knows what he's doing in here. Right. And I'm, I'm having a hard time, and then one time I told him, 
Let's start from standing. <laughs> like I had no idea he'd been like. I didn't said, see it coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like I had my feet wet. <laughs> Whoa! This is not. This came out of the. Right. I don't know where. No way. And like, I remember he tossed me like my. I made a full spin, and he took me to an arm bar straight from death row. Oh, yeah. And I was like. Oh, what the fuck! Oh. What the fuck you said? <laughs> right. Like, he couldn't, he couldn't do that the second time around because no one was. No, you saw it coming, right? Yeah. yeah, but like the first time, like what? Yeah, <laughs> I had this kind of way. I'm yeah. still in mid air. I haven't released that part yet, but in France, that's the time when uh, my friend Shadi got me was doing the judo versus judo. He did an armbar, like a kind of a flying armbar. But uh, I think the reason he got me, because I was so stiff and defensive, I, I didn't let go. In, in BGJ, I would let go immediately as soon as I saw like, an armbar coming. But I was like, oh, there's an armbar, because I just didn't know. No. But I think that's, when you don't know what's coming, it's very easy to, like not very easy, but it's more likely to just get off, be caught off guard. And what, what about you? What did you experience? Like, did you, everything go as you thought it was going to be? Like, Today? Yeah, with the judo versus judo and judo against BGJ. And more or less, I think what helped me is that we rolled uh, that one time during class, so I kind of get, got to feel, okay, like, this is what you do, this is what I do, so I kind of, that, that made my expectations kind of uh, adjusted, uh, but it, it was better in that regard, as I said, because I was comparing it to my first experience in France, where it was more defensive, more careful, and, and you went more for, you went more for takedowns, you were more, kind of in a good way, aggressive, mm -hmm. you were like, you know, push-pull, Trying to catch me off guard, it was more active. So, so I like that. Like that, I, I, I was hoping for it, but I wasn't sure if it's going to happen, and I was very pleased that it happened. <laughs> and what about yourself, uh, Jasper? So, what, what was based on your expectations? And was I mean, it? okay, well, as I told you, like judo against judo, I was expecting, um, um, how to say, that it was going to go this way. Um, right. Also, I knew that it was not going to be that easy because you already know some, as we were sp speaking before, you already have like some takedown defense. Right. So I was kind of like worried, like, okay, maybe my, because also the weight difference, um, mm. I, I thought like, okay. That maybe, probably played a big difference, right? No, no, not really, but you know, um, it, it's not the same to start with a completely new guy than with you that you already have the, your experience, right. takedown defenses from MMA and also the weight difference. But yeah, still like, um, more or less it was how I expected to go in the judo against judo because also you don't really know the rules, so you right. don't know what you can go for, what you cannot do, and yeah, yeah um, in that aspect was okay. And then um, in BGG against judo, what I like is what you told me to focus, because as you know, I already I also do like some other like BGG or, sure. uh, and what I like what you told me, like go for like the judo things, but in BGG, like not so much with the BGG takedowns. Right. So that really brought me back to my times when I was mm. starting BGG. Then okay. I was going for like... Um, you didn't have alternatives in a way. Yeah, exactly, because uh, like when I started doing BGG, as I told you, my coach was always like, don't give your back, don't give your back. He's <laughs> like, we are in BGG now, you are not in judo anymore. So yeah. now that I was kind of playing like pure judo, let's say, with no like BGG takedowns or anything, I could feel like I'm going for the judo takedowns in which I'm giving my back, which in maybe... Uh, if I go to a BGG competition, I wouldn't do because mm. they are so dangerous. But uh, yeah, in that in that aspect, so yeah, judo against judo, totally how I expected, and then mm. BGG against um, judo also 
more or less how I expected because mm. also the standing game I could throw you uh, mm. a lot, but all the but time it didn't was lead to, 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 to anything good. Yeah, mm -hmm. be, because yeah, you know, you go to the ground, it finishes, and here, right. like, I go to the ground, and I'm like, oh, it doesn't finish. And right. it's what, what I told you that was happening to me at the beginning when I started doing BGG. Like, I could go for the throw, and, and like, oh, yeah, I throw him. And the next thing I was feeling was the guy choking me, and I was like, okay, so this is not judo anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything else here? Uh, no. I <laughs> no, I mean, I think in many cases, when you went for the judo throws, like, um, like turning the back is like, it's not a bad thing. Like you, ha you just have to. When you turn your back, you have to realize that what you are given, mm -hmm. what you have when you are turning your back. Like that's you have to commit, yeah. Yeah, you have to commit to it, and but then again, when it's failing, you need to cover your hip movement more. Hmm. That's one of yeah. For, for me, like I can tell you my from my experiences. For example, in the epon that I did at the end, in which I go for the in between your legs with the knees. Right. I love the takedown, but how to say like you see, I did it and it worked. But uh, if, for example, if I'm HG, I'm even I think that it, it would work out. You have always the fear in the back of your head that. Like, Okay, if I fail, I'm giving my back. Right. So it's, it's like kind of you don't price. go as you, you you don't go like as faithfully as you, as you would go in judo. You're like, okay, I would go for it, but I have to be careful so you are not so comfortable with. Right, you, there's the hesitation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Exactly, mm -hmm. that's that's what I mean. And maybe that hesitation is what makes you not to do the throw. Sure. So yeah, yeah like last week we were doing uh, turtle attacks and defending. Uh -huh. Uh, like things that show there would be like very good for your game because mm -hmm. like the things you are leaving open is why he's able to mount you and take you back mm -hmm. and if you close those gaps it's going to become way better for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like those are things that you don't see in judo a lot because obviously all you have to do is it doesn't continue there right yeah. no. or you s all you have to do is stay in place and cover your mm -hmm. neck and you're fine yeah, but, but yeah. in, in our rules, you can't do it. You have to know how to defend and how to move away from there. Yeah, we were talking about that with Rockers the other day, that uh, in nowadays judo, because the Olympics and they wanted to make it as visual as possible, the ground, like in the 80s and in the, in the past, judo ground game used to be really good. Like there were even some judokas fighting against BGG guys and, yeah. okay, not say winning, but they were doing some decent fight. But yeah, like uh, the whole Olympics things and make it mm. it more visible have led down to almost no ground game in judo. Right. Um, basically, mm. it's like if you go to the ground, if you don't do anything within the first seconds, the referee is going to take you back up. So also, as I told you before, probably the new senseis and the new coaches are not going to focus so much in, in, in the ground game. While if you find like... A, traditional judoka he will have like way more knowledge in ground game than than an actual modern judoka so you, you can really feel the difference between traditional judo and mm. nowadays judo in the BGG game yeah mm. then again lots of in many places you have judo yeah you, in many places you have the uh, judo gym has a jiu-jitsu gym they're yeah. at the same place and like like in our, our gym in Finland, where I'm training. The, both training both? Yeah, like I'm living in Finland, like 
usually in the summer. Okay. And uh, the judo, we are trained at the same tatamis there. Okay. And uh, like I told you, we have la like one one young judo guy coming for the classes. He's mm. a, uh, he's a big heavy guy. No. And uh, like he's tra training every day, twice a day. Okay. Mm. And when he comes for my classes, it's like. He's learning two things, and what I heard from his uh, last judo competition, he finishes guys on the mat. Like he takes them down, but he's dominating on the ground as well. So during a judo tournament, he's able to adapt his BGJ and make yeah. it eligible for judo and tap people up. Yeah. Oh, nice. I can. I, I told you about that. Like when I first like, because for example, if you are a BGJ guy that starts with judo. Maybe you take your judo throws to BGG and maybe you will not notice that big difference. But I told you, like, within the first two weeks that I started doing BGG, later when we were training ground game in judo, I was, I was like, I discovered like a whole new world, you right. know, like, uh, right. uh, and it just took me like two weeks and I was, I don't want to sound br to brag out. Sure. But I was tapping, like, I was tapping most of the guys because right. I, I think it's kind of this what we said, like, modern judokas are just made to defense in ground game. So if you have like some BGG experience and the main judo defense is giving your back, go mm -hmm. to turtle position, give your back, and that's like the dream for a BGG guy. Right. So yeah, uh, I definitely for MMA that'd be even better. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, I think what he says definitely happens with the judokas that train BGG mm. is that later if you find yourself in a judo situation in the ground, you will be like ten steps. Ahead, uh, the regular judoka. Yeah. So I yeah. think because I heard stories of BGG white belts, like let's see, you know, two stripes, three stripes, that they would come in to judo class, and I don't know if that's true, true, but they would like tap out black belts on yeah. the ground. Well, I can tell so. you from my personal experience, my my BGG coach, uh, when he was he he told me like some well like 10, 20 years ago when he started doing BGG, mm. that um, he, like, they, because they were training BGG in the same right. gym as judo, right. so they were inviting them and like, uh, okay, yeah, definitely, with the, when the throws, judokas were fucking them up, but right. once they were going to the ground, the white belts were tapping black belts. Right. So I, I've ex not experienced that myself, but like my coach did and he told me like, I was so surprised because he was expecting something more from mm. the ground game from black judokas. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, there are some exceptions, but yeah, definitely, I think that few white belts of BGG have tapped uh, black belts in judo, no mm. doubt. There's one question I'm curious to ask you both because you've seen both of these worlds much more than I did. I'm just entering and experiencing the judo world myself. Uh, in regards to cross-training, would you see more BGJ people coming to try and cross-train judo than judo people coming to cross-train BGJ? Or it's neither? Do you have an impression of that? No, I think it's what we spoke about that. And I, I'm a judoka myself, so I don't want to like, talk Go shit hard about, it. <laughs> <laughs> about it. But I feel, I tell you from my personal experience, from my uh, judo mates, mm. like um, BGG, um, people were way more open. Mm. Like I was doing some judo throws and they were like, hey man, teach me, how did you do that? Or for example, as you told me before, how did you do that throw? So I would go and teach them while in judo, there was some BGG stuff and they were like, we don't want that here. We are like above the, so I, I think, what, what I told you like judo is 
maybe more traditional and because of that it's not so open to new things. So yeah, in BGG I definitely experience more. I, I think it's the kind of people is like more open, so probably they will do more judo than judokas go for BGG. Is that your experience as well, Yari? Yeah, maybe a little bit. So it seems like BGG is more open about cross training than judo. I think maybe? so. Mm -hmm. In many cases, like in a, if you're a high level judo athlete, you are mm. forbidden to compete in judo. Yeah. Whoa, tell, tell me yeah. that again, <laughs> say that again. If you're a high-level judo athlete, you are forbidden to compete in jiu-jitsu. No. That's very Oh, you, like, uh, but not like, the tournament is not forbidding you, but the school forbids you. No. Is that it? Judo affiliate, uh, judo... International Judo Federation, yes. yeah. EJF. It's okay, so they prevent their athletes from competing. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. ones who are at the higher level. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, Forbidden. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. That sounds very politi it's, political. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's way too like judo is trying every time to make a more difference between the with the rest of the martial arts and I think that every as I told you like you watch the Olympics like 20 years ago and you watch the Olympics nowadays and it feels like two different sports, yeah. but just yeah. by the rules that they have been taken out. Yeah. So before you could go for the leg locks, no more leg locks. You could go for the leg takedowns, no more leg takedowns. You could go for the uh, standing chokes, no more standing chokes. So every time they are taking off like more and more throws, and that's also how to say um, blocking kind of the capacity of judokas to adapt to new things. So yeah. because mm -hmm. at the end it's like you are just gonna have like the 10, 20 same takedowns that everybody does, and that's it. And then some guy comes with some wrestling takedown, and you are like, <laughs> what is he doing? Right. So yeah. I think that. Um, Maybe, maybe the, the Judo Federation objective of making it more visual is actually working, but I think um, if we speak about the personal development of the combat of a judoka, I think it's, if you take, because if, if for instance, I was talking this with a friend the other day, if for instance, I think that if you take an, any martial art and you put it, uh, or sp combat sport, and you take like a person that was doing it 30 years ago, compared with the nowadays, probably the nowadays would be better with the, because how the sport has been evolving. But in judo, I can tell you, a judoka from 40 years ago is definitely better than a judoka from nowadays. Okay, maybe... You mean in, like in general, like yeah. as, a, as a fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think as I a general. Of, of, of course, if you take with judo rules, actual judo rules from nowadays, yeah, yeah. nowadays judoka is going to be better. But if you go with a full combat, Judo 2021 with Judo 1980s, I can tell you that uh, the, the 1980s is gonna go be better because he has more tools yeah. to, to use, like the legs, the leg locks, the leg takedowns, um, while the judoka, it's what I tell you, um, just the same 15, 20, 20 takedowns, uh, okay, maybe you can do some few more, but at the end, if you watch the Olympics uh, or some judo competition, it's like, I can tell you, six, seven takedowns uh, are the, the ones that you see in competition. Right. Maybe if you see some rare one, and even the commentators will be like, oh, oh, like, oh. <laughs> we didn't see that in 20 years. So, right. so yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the story about uh, Helio Gracie being destroyed by the judo black belt. <laughs> exactly. And these days, if, it's if not going to happen anymore. If you watch the tape with Helio fighting Kimura, Kimura, yeah. yeah. It's not so looking one, good. It's one-sided. It's totally right. one-sided. Right. 
but no, then but then these days you're never gonna see that no. anymore unless the judoka is also a big judoka judoka practitioner judoka. definitely definitely yeah. it's it, like also that's one of the things why i started doing bgg because i could see this video i was like with my bgg uh, that particular video the helio? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i was like how how is it possible that a judoka is like okay maybe not beating but like Right. Like making a really good fight with, with Gracie, and I was like, nowadays that would never happen. Right. I, yeah. I mean, you can take the best judo ground fighter with judo rules, and he's not gonna be able to do anything mm. against like a black belt BJJ. There's a. Do you want to add something? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, we have. Um, I was training in Finland with one place where we had. Um, I only went for a few trainings, it's like uh, not from the city where I was from. Mm. And you had a person who was, he ended up uh, fifth place in the Olympics. Okay. So he was very, very good. Right. Yeah. Like I was first sparring with one of his blue belts, who was tossing me on the mat like every round. Mm. And then I saw them going for it and he was tossing, the guy who was tossing me around like not breaking the sweat mm -hmm. and and when we went for the mat <clears throat> and all the pressure he was using like it was it was very very good okay like he all all the things that he did was like pretty base but all mm. the pressure he was putting it was like good like mm. i can say to this day that it was like things that he did was good even though he didn't know, know a lot of techniques on the ground. Mm. Like he, he asked for, like some things from. He was trained at the Jiu-Jitsu gym there. He took his students there mm. to train Jiu-Jitsu because he wanted them to learn. Nice. I, I like that approach. Yeah, he he is he is a very very good person. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's and again and what what we were talking just the other day is like, I really I feel sad about this because um, I would say like. Some people don't want to, for me it's like the good thing about martial arts is that there is so much knowledge mm -hmm. that, um, for, for instance, I started with judo and then uh, doing BGG and also for, for instance, if I found an Aikido person, I will ask them to teach me like how to do an Aikido throw right. or something. And I, I found like probably BGG people is more open to that, such kind of stuff, but right. um, for instance, like maybe the more traditional martial arts are not so open to to those kind of stuff, and and for and I, I say this because I'm surprised about what he said. Like he takes the judokas to go to Beijing training. That's a rare yeah, and phenomenon. Right? Definitely, you will not see that happen really often. Mm. So it's really a surprising thing. Mm. Yeah, they had a. I think at one point they had like a summer break at the judo gym, mm. and he said, said to each and good to PGD. <laughs> yeah, they went for the PGD gym and they said, That's awesome. "Okay, we come on training here. Is it okay?" Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was okay because we got some some really strong naked judokas <laughs> coming there and training training with the mm. and like everybody understands that if if you have somebody who is a athletic and even thought he doesn't have proper techniques yet. But he's gonna bring it on you because he has the he has the muscles memory. He can fight mm -hmm. for you. Right. Like it's a totally different game when you're fighting somebody. Like you saw me sparring with this young guy who is very athletic in here. Yeah, I was wondering. Like, uh, 
this is probably not for the record, but is, did he do some wrestling or, or something? He seemed like... He seemed like he's... But no, he said no, that no. Just athletic, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's athletic and he can yeah. move and he understood like something, like mm. he's covering his hip and mm. like giving his back and kind yeah. of giving his neck. Yeah. And so he wasn't that easy to deal with, right? Yeah, like I had to put the pressure on like on point right. to make sure that he has to fight for... Right. Like he has to use the muscle power to outpower me. Right. Which is, yeah. <laughs> like I, I could continue fighting like that for like 20 minutes. And he and couldn't. He, he couldn't. <laughs> right. But only because I have the technique and I can right. make him, like uh, I'm outwearing him right. using the technique. Uh, there's a final question I, I want to ask, and I think Yari, you probably will be the, the quali qualified person to answer that. Um, there is that subject going around internet that, so what happened with judo that you described, the rules are being more and more refined and it becomes more and more distinct, uh, but also limited. There's some people who are saying that BGJ is in danger of that because of the competition. Uh, like that, like I think Hicks and Gracie speaks about that a little bit, like it, many gyms lose the, the combat side of it. Like, you know, things start on the ground, people are focusing on points, they don't include strikes. So, so do you think there's any merit to that, that BG is a little bit in the danger of going down the route that judo is going, or you think it's not too much of a problem? What, what would you say? Yeah, it's definitely down the same route. Mm. It's, a, it's a problem, and I, I'm, in my class I try to address it by trying to teach like things that are going to, they are going to work like no matter of the circumstance, like the rules. Mm. If they are fighting with the rules, or limited rules, or even less limited rules. Like basically, you also always have rules in a fight. Mm. Having no rules is a rule. Mm -hmm. like, right. I mean, having a rule that uh, no guns, that's a rule. Right, yeah. Like, and if not, like, even if I'm fighting somebody, I have the, like, fighting etiquette, I'm not going to punch somebody in the eye. Right. Like, it's in my, I'm creating a rule for myself. Right. Yeah. I have to, uh, but I have to address the fact that he might not follow the same thing. Right. So I want to cover my eyes when I'm holding him close. Right. Yeah. But, but I want to make sure that if we are finding something, all the controls that I'm using, they should be working gi, no gi, and mm. MMA. Like, but, that's my point. But then I not all BGG no. academies are doing that, right? No. Mm. Uh, I can tell you from my very limited experience that uh, I've, one of the things I've noticed is that in BGG, I think there are more clubs that doesn't focus on competition than in judo. Maybe there are not, hmm. like there are a few, but for example, um, yes, judo is all about competition, right? Yeah, like ninety-five percent, hmm. I would say, are like you will not. Maybe, if, for instance, for example, as I told you, if I, my case, I have like a seventy-year-old coach. He doesn't really care about competition. He will right. teach you like right. properly. That's an exception. Yeah, but that's really an exception. Well, I can tell you, uh, in BGG gyms in Spain, uh, I will ask about the rules and they will be, no, just don't, don't, don't care. Right. And actually, my first experience with rules in BGG gyms were, is here in Lithuania, actually. Uh, when I came to A-Force, I, I asked, um, because as I told you, like, my, my coach in Spain is like the best leg locker. Mm -hmm. in, and, you know, like, if you go by the rules, uh, you have to be a blue belt to go for right. the knee bar and you have to be... I, I don't know the BGG rules. Right, that that's, yeah, but, some um, techniques which are forbidden. Yeah, yeah so in, in, in my gym in Spain, we go just 
whatever you want to go uh, from the beginning. And I, w I asked here and they told me, no, so you are a white belt, just go for this. And mm. I also noticed it a lot because my main game is a legs game. And um, in Spain, we can do everything. We can go for like knee bars, we can go for heel hooks. But I would add probably you're, you're taught early on to be very safe with it, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like uh, one of the things that my, my coach always says is like, uh, like he... If we do like leg lock lesson, like out of one hour, he takes like half an hour insisting like, be careful, don't go hard. Yes. Mm. We are not in competition. Yes, mm. if you see that the guy is going to commit, for, for instance, you know, if you grab the heel hook and the guy goes out the wrong way, he can even snap himself. Sure. Yeah. So if, 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 for instance, he's always insisting, if you see that the guy is turning the wrong way, just let it go. Mm. And, but yeah, um, Back to the point, I, I feel like um, in relationship with, as I told like maybe judo, like could be like 90 percent or maybe even more focusing on competition. Well, in jiu-jitsu, I don't think that that percentage is that high. Mm. That that coming from my personal experience, maybe is not like that in general. It's just one thing that I did want to bring up and address that you mentioned to me in our off-record talk that uh, a lot of people the is it, and remind me, is it because they know that you're doing judo and just in general they go directly on the ground? No. Which I think no, sucks. <laughs> no, uh, I've experienced that because also when I travel, I, I, I like to train judo and BGG, so I um, usually take the. Um, that's also a funny thing because I take my judo gi because yeah. I don't think a jiu jitsu gi on a judo training would be really. People would look at you with a good face, actually. If you would go with a BGG gi. Oh, if you go with a BGG gi to a judo to class, a judo cruise, you may get some... Uh, yeah, like maybe some traditional coach would be like, a black gi, what the fuck are you doing here? You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, so uh, I always prefer to go with the judo gi. Yeah. And okay. I know that in judo will be okay and in BGG. So uh, the thing is, like, uh, I've experienced it many, many times that somehow people find out that I do judo or they see that my judo is like not BGG gi or my gi is not BGG gi, it's judo gi and they sit down and I'm like, why are you sitting down? It's like, man, it's like... Well, that, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit upset. I can understand because, especially if it's a white belt, because usually white belts are not taught takedowns, they don't know what to do. But my philosophy is, and I'm sure, Daddy, we're on the same page, that it's like if you're training with the judo guy, start from stand up like that's where you want to start you want that experience you want that challenge but a lot of people are like do the opposite it's like i don't know yeah what? i i definitely always if i find somebody is good at wrestling or right. sambo or judo start standing, start standing. right yeah because yeah. i mean if i'm fighting here with beginners yeah poor god because i don't know how they're gonna land if they're not mm. land right it's way easier and safer for me that right. i'm not tossing them around Right, and or, because also they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they might do something stupid. Right. If I know that they have some solid defense, yeah. then I will try to go for the takedowns. Right. If I know somebody comes from that, he will toss me on my ass. Yeah, standing. Yeah, let's, standing. let's do it. Yeah. Because uh, it's, we come here to learn. It's not this. Right. It's, it's this not is not competition. Cool. Yeah. And right. I will tell you about like can my. I, I told you about it. Even happened to me today that if you don't really know how, if the guy knows how to fall. You have to be really careful because what I told you the other day, for instance, if it's a white belt and I see that they don't have like any previous experience, yeah. I'm not gonna go hard on them with the takedowns because 
for instance, today the, I, I, I did some rolling with some guy and he told me like he was just two months doing BGG. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sit with this guy. So right. I started with him and I was like, okay, I'm going to sit because I'm guessing he doesn't know how to fall. Right. But what I say that people sit when they found out uh, that I'm a judoka is not only white belts, sadly, like I've experienced with blue belts and also purple belts that they see like... That's the... Yeah. yeah and, and the dark side of BJJ, yeah, I would say. Yeah, and, and well, I even told Pussies. you... Pussies. Pussies, yeah, right, Pussies. exactly. No, and I told you like, like the only time I ever injured a person was uh, doing training was... Um, I told you this story that um, I was uh, one brown belt BJJ through like three stripes, so almost a black belt. He asked me, let's do some fight, standing fight. Mm. And I went with this takedown that, I'm, that I just showed you, the one of the, with the hook inside. Yeah, the trip. And with the trip. Yeah. And like, I was like, okay, I, I'm from judo. Do you, do you mind? He was like, yeah, yeah, just go, go for it. So I went for this takedown. And like, while well, he was going down, he took off the arm, which is basically the first thing that they teach you in judo, never take off the arm. <laughs> so he was falling took off the arm like all his weight and then all my weight on top of him and like I broke his his elbow and I was like and I remember as I told you my coach uh, his uh, uh, BGG black belt was like this guy is almost a black belt BGG and he doesn't even know how to fall yeah, so yeah. the coach was upset, right? So they, I, I was afraid that the coach was going to be mad at me. And, I, and then I, I saw him shouting at the guy. I was like, <laughs> man, leave him alone. He has like the broken elbow, you know. But but yeah, um, I don't want to sound uh, offensive or whatsoever. But I think that uh, maybe BGG should start uh, teaching safe falling. Safe falling and maybe some judo basics, you know. At the end, the more you know, the better. Doesn't matter which martial arts it come from. I have a feeling, yeah, you covered that, but probably you agree that it's not common. Already. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very obvious. Like, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Like, I always, like, on my trainings we are going stand up. Like, no. not every day, but, yeah. like, we go through cycles and, and some cycles we do stand up. Right. And I emphasize on how to end up on the mat. Right. Yeah. But a lot of schools don't do that, right? No, it's kind of kind of stupid thing to do. Mm. Yeah, uh, one of the things I was really surprised when I went to A-Force in Klaipeda, mm. everybody was standing from the mm. beginning, I was saying. I was oh, that like, was unusual for you? Yeah, uh, I was like, why and why does the coach over there tell me, like, yeah, we like, even we don't have a big crew, we are not uh, high-level judokas right. or wrestlers, we like to start standing, so they start every fight standing over there. Right. But as I told you, like out of my gym in Spain, the rest of the gyms have trained in Spain. Like they don't do that. They just sit, go sit down, and you can see the fights. Uh, BGG fights is starting with the two guys just sitting in front of each other, and it's kind of like. So I guess yeah, <coughs> yeah. yeah the gym and training Finland, the, we have lots of guys who are training in May. No. So they want to then stand up. Yeah, and, sure. And holding them down is like. It's a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they are not... They're not sitting there, right? They are not sitting there and allow me to... Okay, let's play golf. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, there's, if there's no grips, they just pop up, up and it's like... Why did I fight for two minutes to get the take? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like... I remember like one, one guy, a purple blood, like... He, I don't think he's ever fought in MMA, but... His focus has always been like mine. He wants to know how to fight, even with the strikes. And I took him down, like, it was an effort, like, really, I went for it and took him down, like, 
on the sitting god i put the pressure there but like kind of sli- little slip there and like you can really see that with the ufc with the ufc fighters like yeah. uh for example for instance adesanya is like you take him down and like two seconds later he's up again so it's kind yeah. of like Yeah, that's uh, one of the things I'm trying to teach in here is uh, about how to fight. Biscuit, Bi- yeah, it's just uh, we have a couple more minutes before yeah. the camera runs out. But yeah, yeah, that's one of the things I'm teaching here is uh, how to fight against the wall. Yes, yeah. different from most places. I like it. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really and I really appreciate you that because like even today, I don't know what I don't remember whom I was rolling, but we got next to the ground. That I mean, I next brought the person to the wall and I brought him down. And I was like, okay, we can play here. And he's like, well, we should move away from the wall so you like, so you'd have more space. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's like, no, let's stay here. But I, I understand, you know, some people are not used to that. But yeah, it's like, but wall is also like wall is practical. Like walls yeah. are all over the place. Like we live with walls all around us. Like why shouldn't we? Yeah. So yeah. So actually, I wanted to ask you: Do you have any? Because we don't have that much time. So do yeah. you have, if you have any other question that maybe you wanted to ask. No, I think uh, I'm still I'm considering that if you'll be open to that, maybe we can do like a follow up later, so we can go into like like a follow up, like sit down and record a little bit more. Oh, okay, yeah. I have a couple sure. of questions sure. I would be interested to ask, but we can sure keep thing. it for that time. Uh, I think just as a summary, um, I think my the summary from hearing what you guys said and experiencing this is both judo and BJJ would benefit from learning from each other yeah okay. definitely yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's again what i was telling you before what's the bad point about learning stuff from each other from each right. each one another is like that's the thing that i will never understand is like imagine how complete you are if you are like a for example i can tell you the example of my bgj coach in spain mm. he's like a samba black belt okay there's not uh, so yeah like he even competed in Uh, summer World Cups and he's also BGG black belt so it's like if you get that balance uh, like in training like you are almost unbeatable you know it's like mm-hmm. you will have uh, a lot of takedowns and I also know one guy he's like a judo black belt and a brown belt in BGG and it's amazing to see how he adapted the judo throws to BGG like Because he throws you and he's already on the mount position, so he really, really, after so, such a long time training, he already adapted everything to kind of the mixture. And again, to this point, is like, I think we should benefit from the positive things of each martial art. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what any, I wanted to any say. Any final comments before we run out of footage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts? Uh, no, I think I agree with yeah. the fact that in, in most places what you want to do is like if you want to like train properly you should always learn something from the like sister arts judo, right. samba, wrestling right. and I think you have even more of like little smaller ones like those, those are the major ones right. and you should find uh, things from there. Yeah, and I don't think there's nothing, because uh, as to like coming from judo, I, I have noticed that it's even not well, like people would not look at judo in a good way if you like want to try new things, but it's kind of like, mm. what's the 
bad of like you, there is nothing bad of admitting that your martial art may not be perfect, you know, and need some some pluses from other things. Yeah, yeah and it's also teaching you about your own limitations. Right. Because when I'm finding somebody with different rules, which he is more familiar with, it's gonna bring me new challenges. I right. have to mm. think about those and right. I have to address those. And uh, I think it's very, very useful to know how to fight with different rules. Right. Because it will add more to your like, total game. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly, again, once more is the same with you though. Like, the new rules are blocking the, I don't, I don't know how to say, I forgot the word in English, when, what artists have, like uh, the way to innovate. And yeah. Yeah, like it's taking out that part of uh, right. of the judoka before, like to adapt to a new thing and say, like, okay, this guy is doing this, so I'm gonna go for this takedown or do this. Now it's like, okay, as I told you, 10, 20 takedowns. So if he do that, if he do this, I'm gonna do that. If he do that, so it's a kind of like really on a block and doesn't let space for your imagination, even for kind of like a new stuff or to innovate about this. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing with Jiu-Jitsu. Like, mm. like the heel hooks, and they were forbidden mm -hmm. for a long time. And now they allow it on Nogi and Black Belt, I think. Maybe Brown. Mm. Not sure. Brown okay. Belt. Brown starting to yeah. allow them? Yeah. Is that a good and thing, you think? Yes, it's okay. definitely a good thing. <laughs> like, right. limiting your movements based on some Bush the fact that your knees are going to get busted now, they are not going to get busted. Mm. Or maybe they will, but it's not because of the rule. Yes. Right. It's not going to be creating any more safe environment. It's a fact how you train those. Right. When you, you have to realize the fact that when are you in a position where your knee will be fucked? Mm. You have to realize that on the training. And you have right, to it's kind of like your own responsibility in yeah. that sense. Yeah. And you have to train accordingly. And mm. now that kind of diminished in Jiu-Jitsu's way, but luckily you had ADCC and most mm. of the black belts were training ADCC, so they had to address the problem. Yeah. And, and actually, um, now it's more uh, of a personal question, but what about you, like, in your Aikido world, was people, like, as close as Judo people to new things, or...? Yeah, I mean, we can, as I said, we can make that okay okay leave yeah. that question more for the bar but like the short version is yes very yes. very close minded now it's changing because uh, i think because of youtube <laughs> and because of ufc but i think actually a lot of it because youtube because when i just started uh, doing like i did the aikido versus mma video it was like shocking for people like oh aikido guy mma like it was like unbelievable and and the aikido people wouldn't do that like very few <laughs> And they kept it off record, or they were actually kind of uh, banished from Aikido for doing that. Uh, they were shamed, etc. But now, online, to see Aikido people saying like, oh, I went to BJJ class, or I want to try something else, and my coach said that's okay. That okay. happens. It's much more common. But like, even like five years ago, that was like, no. What, what, what do you think maybe is with the new generations? Like, uh, maybe the new coaches are not as... Close think, us. Yeah, but I think it's not as much as new generations. Just the conversation is, is is like that. Like you, you're you're you don't have a choice. You either evolve yeah, or you well, die. Exactly. You know, exactly. And and when you see like, and I think again, YouTube. I, I do think YouTube does have a big influence because you see these videos of 
people trying new things, experimenting with different martial arts and having some success, and then you kind of start to think to yourself, like, why am I against it? Like, like, why is that a bad thing? Maybe it's not a bad thing. But initially, like, when that conversation wasn't happening, it was very easy to go into the mindset of, this is bad. Yeah. It's like, my, my mindset, since he said so, I say so. so. Yeah. The last, last thing I will address is because I just remember one story and it's really good for what we were talking. I remember one story of one Spanish film and um, there was one uh, black belt, BGG, that wanted to do some judo. So he started from the beginning and of course uh, the younger guys would start asking them, uh, asking him like, uh, can you teach us some BGG uh, in the ground? And the main coach would say no. Like, would not allow the BGG guy to teach some ground things and and uh, I, I remember like uh, because it got quite famous so like I remember they even got in a fight and this guy like the BGG guy even stopped going to judo and with the time this judo coach kind of like the the, 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 the students were like we want to learn ground game and jiu-jitsu is the best option why this guy cannot come anymore and kind of convinced the judo coach to right. let the guy again, but it's, it's right, so it's really hard to go, like you yeah. see from the beginning, there was like, okay, jiu-jitsu and a judo mat, no, go out, and yeah, if, and in most of the cases it happens like this, this, this story got famous because it was like the first time that they could make the mind of the, of the judo coach mm. to open and say like, okay, maybe BGG is not that, but and even I remember that this Beijing guy was even teaching uh, at the judo club, so it was like so it's changing a little bit as well. Yeah.